Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the block, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Let's go to the Roosters. Uh, they've got a squad of 60. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Tom, Dink- Tom Deacon, Sandon Smith, which is like weird because I was speaking to a Roosters player a while ago and I was like, uh, surely you've been putting shit on Sandon Smith constantly that the real Brandon Smith is coming. <laughs> and he was like, oh, we actually hadn't thought about that. It's Connor Watson. And it's like, oh, we hadn't thought about it. I was like, what has happened to this young generation? <laughs> Put shit on your mates. Jesus Christ. So Sandon Smith, uh, he'll go against Brandon Smith. Um, no. <laughs> Sandon Smith, Rob Toyne. Uh, Toyne or Toya? Toya. Yeah, okay. That's a really good writing. Uh, <laughs> Vuiati Karawalavan. Can't got, pronounce it, but can play. Can play? He's a very good, he's a very good player. Fijian? Yep, very Vunavalu sort of-esque player. Oh, very really? Ta- oh, yeah. actually, I think I've you seen some seen highlights, highlights of him. Very he's, good. Yeah, he's a fucking, looks like an absolute <laughs> specimen. I watched him one day, he was playing, I think it was Flegg, and he the Roosters kicked for touch and mm. they missed. And he came through and caught it and scored off it. Is it like, if I recall, like semi-Rodraja-ish? Yes, very, yeah. He, he, he's very um, Vunavalu. He's tall, probably a little bit taller than semi-Rodraja. Yep. But yeah, very long limbs, very talented. Yeah. The highlights I saw of him, I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. If that kid can, if he has a good training, you know, trains hard, rounds his game out, fuck. It was the guy you reacted to. Remember oh, you reacted to him last year? Very good at a dummy half. Oh, so. did I? Yeah. So I reacted to him last year. Wow. Yeah. We'll be bringing that back to you guys, reacting to young talent. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Okay, so I did I did see him. So much footy, I don't know what's going on anymore. Um, yeah, that's 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 exciting. And just so, the other name you mentioned there, Robert Toyer, he's a kid from Queensland that come that has come down to the Chooks. I reckon you'll see him at some point this year. What position does he play? Centre. I reckon you'll see him at the back end of the year. He'll, he'll get a gig at some point. And like arguably they need – I mean, obviously they've got Jackson Paulo, but they probably need a centre. He, he could be the centre next year, I reckon. It yeah. wouldn't surprise me. Like he could win a spot. You, like as in let's say he has a crazy – one of the young guys has a crazy preseason. 
honestly, I just think if he just keeps developing, I, I don't think you'll get a spot this year, but I think 2024, it wouldn't shock me if he's the left centre. Yeah, okay. Okay. Okay, so we've got Brandon Smith, Jake Turpin, Jackson Polo. So really, really not much in the transfer market. Um, who excites you here, Viorino? It's got to be Sandon Smith's other half, Brandon. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I think it's going to be interesting, mate. I, I sort of, I've got the Roosters at the moment. I think it'll be similar to 2018. I think that they'll start a little bit slow. I think it'll take Cheese a while to get used to this side. I think it'll take them a while to get used to Cheese as well. Uh, but I think like around the Origin sort of period, and after that they'll start to hit their straps. And I, I think they're going to be one of the imagine top two if, or three sides. Imagine if his name was Sandon Biff. <laughs> 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 he's actually Brandon Smith's alter ego. He's, he's actually, you know what? Fuck, that'd be oh, a scary prospect. He's Brandon Smith's second contract. No, nah, just joking. <laughs> just joking. They're under the cap bar. They're under the cap bar. Um, I actually, I'm honestly being serious. Like, I actually do think that the Roosters just have such pull that they are under the cap. Like, as in, obviously, every club has breached at some point in the, in the history of the game. But I truly believe that they, they're so good at keeping players together on... Like, look at the Angus Crichton situation. Think about how loyal you have to be to, to have a contract sitting there the whole year for two years nearly. We talked about it overseas. Mm. Anyway, all jokes aside, um, who excites you here, Timmy? Yes, Brandon Smith's an interesting one. My concern with him at the Roosters, and I'll back Trent Robinson every day of the week to get the best out of him and make it work, but... We spoke all this season about there being too many chefs in the kitchen. I think it was the, uh, the term thrown around. And mm. I don't see how Brandon Smith helps this setup at the Roosters because you've got Sammy Walker, Luke Keary, and James Sesco, who essentially plays as another half coming in at first receiver. Mm. And then you have Joey Manu roaming around. You probably have Suwali'i getting more involved in the action this season. There's just a lot going on. Now, they finally sort of clicked in the back end of this year and was sort of brought undone a little bit by injuries in that semi-final. But Brent, Sam Verrill suited that because he was he was just a distributor. He'd give these blokes early ball and that's all they needed. Brandon Smith's the opposite. He's not like known as a, a gun distributor, game manager. He's a gung-ho, ball-running hooker, explosive. You know, he's played at lock the last few seasons. I, I don't know how that's going to help the setup. When he goes off, he, I think we saw in the World Cup, uh, Sammy, that he's not an 80-minute hooker with the explosive style of footy he plays. Connor Watson probably plays 14 and comes in on for Brandon Smith for giving him a 15-, 20-minute spell there. Connor Watson's also going to be a ball-running hooker. Um, he's going to have to take a back seat and start just dishing. Do you think they, they, you know, I thought the Storm, when they went on that crazy run, they were so good at identifying a quick play of the ball and then everyone was just advantage line, advantage line, <laughs> just all around the ruck. Do you think the Roosters are doubling down on, you know what, the game is speeding up so much. Let's be so fucking fast and explosive around the ruck that we just pull teams apart. Do you think that could be a plan for them? Potentially. If I was Trent Robinson, I'd start Cheese at nine. I'd bring him off. I'd bring on Watson. My second stint of Brandon Smith would be as a middle forward. Yeah. I'd, I'd even give um, Victor a bit, a bit of a break with bring Smith on maybe. I mean, like they, they, they've lost um, Takiyaho, obviously. They haven't brought in another middle forward. I, I genuinely think he'll play as a front rower. In his a front rower, you reckon? Yep. And Victor, 80? Uh, probably not 80 for Victor. So, yeah, ma- maybe he'll, he'll jump in, in, into that third aim role then. But I, I, I'm i happy for Cheese to prove me wrong. I don't think he's ever going to be a 60, 70-minute hooker. I think he's going to be a – you can start him at nine. I think he can be explosive to start. But then I think the Roosters need him through the middle. So you think Watson comes on and plays 40 minutes at hooker or something? Or? I do, yeah. 
And mm. I'm not convinced Watson's a nine, to be honest with you. Mm. But I think he's probably the best option. I, I just think with this signing, I think they've doubled down on that. Because like Joey Manu, Suwali'i, Teddy, Kiri. You could even argue like Kiri and Sam Walker. Like Sam Walker's got a great running game, great footwork. I reckon they might just be their game plan may be to flood the middle, power, just yeah. power through them, just flood the middle, just just put have big boppers on the start. You got Hargreaves and that big boppers at the start. Lindsay Collins to take the brunt of it and then just flood the middle, just flood, just just get to a point where it's almost like touch footy and you can't defend against it. Because like you're right, I agree with you, Tim, in regards to like when you look at how much they already have around that spine, you're like, did they need more around that spine? I think it's a tactical decision from Trent Robinson who has identified the direction of the game and believes this is this is the way he wants to play the changing up because I think I think it was was it 2 years ago when the the storm went on that crazy run and they won like fucking so many get like mm. so many games on the trot it was just so like just cuz you have to remember even storm this year they don't have a ball playing 13 so they were just so front foot footy, like get on the front foot, give the ball to Munster or Hughes, and they'll just do something magical. Um, they can still strip them on the edges for sure. Um, but I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how they balance the Well, that's right. Around. That year that Storm did it, that's when Cheese won hooker of the year. Yeah, yeah. And, and even Harry Grant is a similar – like he's not as explosive as Cheese. But I wouldn't say Harry Grant is just a distributing hooker. I think he's one of the best running hookers oh, yeah. in the comp. And so, I, yeah, as I said, I wonder if that's a tactical decision for and, and it's not to say Smith, Brandon Smith won't be awesome at the Roosters because, like, off the back of that and, and that tactic, he could score a million tries and just be unstoppable. Will that be the best thing for the team? Mm. Not necessarily. If you're right now, just going to just bash down the door mm. and then off the back of that, you have Joey Manu and Teddy roaming around <laughs> the rock. Like, Fuck. that is terrifying. terrifying. If, if that's the approach and they nail it, <laughs> yep. holy dooly. Fucking be unstoppable with the six again rule, everything with the explosiveness through the middle. Like, you literally just won't stop it. And teams, like, they won't even be able to train to defend it because it's all fatigue and all, all speed. Whereas, like, with the, the balls out the back and the, the stripping of numbers, you can put systems in place like up and slide or jam in or fucking cover it from the, the back. So, it is going to be interesting. I, I, I will say, like, I think, I think it's a great signing, though, in regards to. Like, Brandon Smith's fucking incredible. I, I just... He's going to have a whole preseason to get his body weight at the right weight. I think he's going to have a good season. Which is what people sleep on. He hasn't had that yet. Yeah. He hasn't had that opportunity to do a full preseason at hooker. Uh, I know that during the World Cup, he dropped a couple of kilos, and <coughs> seemingly that still wasn't enough. Mm. You could see in that World Cup. So, uh, yeah, I, and I mean, as you said off the very top, mate, we, uh, we're sort of betting against Trent Robinson not to get him right, which mm. I'm not willing to do. Mm. And, and, and it comes off the back of... The Roosters did struggle to even get Manu, Teddy, Kiri, and they spent half the year scratching their head, going, "Like this is it's it's who's the chef in the kitchen? Is it is it Bradley? Is it Kiri?" They eventually got it right and started playing really well. Um, so if they can get it right, oh my god, un- they'll literally be unstoppable. Jake Turpin under or over eight games this year? Over. Over. Yeah, I actually think he'll be a bit of a surprise package to okay. be honest. As of 14 or just during the season, they'll... they'll I think that, like, there'll just be opportunity for him to play a bit of footy, like whether it's, you know, he's essentially one injury away. You know, Connor Watson gets injured or Brennan Smith gets injured, he's in. And that's where I wonder at some point if Rhea Hargraves, Collins or 
Matt Lodge, if he gets off his train and trial, if one of them was to go down at some <laughs> point, I reckon all of a sudden it would become very appealing to play Brandon Smith as a middle well, forward. What, what I was going to say is, is like, there is a world where Brandon starts at nine, gets injured or spends a few weeks off. Turpin comes in, great service, real, and that well-oiled machine that you're talking about because Turpin's service one. And then Smith gets brought back in as, you know what? You're a forward. Yep. Um, I'm not saying that will happen, but there's a world that Turpin could, could be their starting nine by round eight or nine. That's a possibility. She hits the fan early. Yeah. We saw the Roosters start last year, what, lost to the Knights and someone else early on. Mm. Um, you know, if they go five, six rounds in and it just isn't happening, Turpin could be the bloke to come in and start. Yep. And he got, a, he got a lot of negative raps at the Broncos in his last year or two, but he's, Turpin is a good player, man. Like it, Sometimes you, you have to look at, okay, how many players were playing poorly in that squad? There were a lot of players. So you can't just specifically pull Turpin out and go, oh, you know, he can't play footy anymore. You need to go, no, look what the state of the club at the moment. There are quite a few players that are playing quite poorly. Yep. Not like I think the Broncos are improving for sure. So I just think, Brand, I think Turpin... You know, I think he's still got more to give. I really, really do. Um, Jackson Polo, I think we spoke about that quite a bit last year in regards to, I think he's got potential. I, I think he, he's a, in a similar vein to Turpin where like he was an easy kind of scapegoat. In, not an easy one because he didn't play great towards the end of the year for, for the Rabbitohs or he didn't have the best season last season. But the potential is there. He, he played really well under Wayne. So Robbo might get the best out of him. Robbo can see it. Yep. Back in the mid. Now, <coughs> losses. Tokiaho, uh, Tokiaho, Saluka Fafida, uh, Oliver Gildard, uh, Sam Verrills, Atoni, Renufa uh, Atoni. Uh, really surprised with that one, to be honest. Um, Adam Kieran, Lachlan Lamb, Free Lussick, Kevin Nangama, and Ronald Volkman. Who's the biggest loss there, boys? I think Tokiaho, mate. I don't think he's going to be a huge loss for them. Uh, you look back to when they were winning those two comps. Uh, the impact he had on those games and he had big moments in all of those games I think they're really going to miss him and even over the last few years when they have struggled a little bit he's been injured suspended there's been so many things that have gone wrong for him over the last two years so I cannot believe he is going to the Super League well listen to the podcast and uh, podcast dropping Friday and you'll find out <laughs> I, don't, I, I look around, there's so many clubs in the NRL that could do with a guy like him Yeah, uh, put it this I, way, he, he nearly did go to an NRL club yeah um, but does he say who? I don't think he said it on the podcast. Nah, I think he said it off camera. I didn't. Yeah, he said it off camera. I didn't want to push him on that because sometimes that can get a bit weird. Um, but I'll let you in the inside information later on. Um, <laughs> and for, for the right price. For the right price, pass obviously. Pass it on. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Anyone? Any journos listening? <laughs> yeah. Uh, speak to Timmy. He'll fucking sort you out. Um, yeah, I, I agree. You know, he had a couple of, like struggle a bit with injury and that. But fuck, he did a job and just any time that Hargreaves may have been a little bit off or not maybe as explosive or whatever, Tokiaho would come in and just fucking blow the game apart. I love bringing it up. Um, there's a moment in the grand final against you guys where Victor Radley comes onto the field. You mm. see him run on. As he runs on, he like hits Tokiaho on the arse. He says, get ready. The first pass he throws, Tokiaho goes straight through for a line break and it just it turned the momentum of the game again yeah. all of a sudden. He's such a... Such a talented guy. Such a, a a unique player as well. Started as a centre. I was going to say, he was a centre. Started as a centre. Grew up playing in the halves. Oh, Wasn't a big... He said he wasn't big growing up either. Um, and so, 
gets over to to the Roosters, and just I'm trying to think of like, is there another player similar to him in the NRL? Like, because he can go from a barnstorming front rower that will just fucking skittle players to a, a, a ball playing stepping kind of thirteen. Like he really is a fucking versatile forward. I'll never forget it was about three or four years ago. Andrew Johns on one of his shows or something or other he had a segment of his top five um, side steppers in rugby league. Yeah. KP, Roger, blah, blah. and I'll never forget at number three it popped up. It was Ducky Aho, and yeah. I just went, the fuck is Joey talking about? And from that <laughs> moment on, I watched him closely, and his footwork is tremendous yeah. as well. Yeah. Like, he literally debuted at centre for the yeah. Warriors. Um, yeah, I, so I agree, Ducky Aho. In saying that, what what I, I think is good for him personally is kind of almost like going out on top in regards to like you, we let's say let's say he's getting a bit older and you, you know you be, begin to fade with injury or whatever. Not to say that, that would have happened, but it happens a lot with players mm-hmm. where you know Tokiaho will leave with all of us going fuck. He was a gun. Yeah. Whereas you stay a bit too long, two, three, four years. You know, there's some players now that a lot of people like. For example, and I still think he has a lot to offer. Like I put the post up with Jesse Romich going to the Dolphins, and someone commented. Um, Thanks, Dolphins, for taking him off our hands, like as a, a Storm fan. And I was like, this bloke has done so much for your club, won multiple premierships, and that's how you speak about him? That's how you speak about him. And, and, I'm, and, and I'm not saying that um, Jesse's terrible at all, but I am saying that like he's not playing – he's obviously a little bit older. He's bring, he brings experience. He brings a bunch of other things to a team. And I think actually a fresh start is really good for him. But it's an example of how quickly – fans can forget how great these players are a year or two with injuries or whatever all of a sudden it's right. fucking see you later mate whereas Tokiaho, i think to roosters fans will be beloved forever just talking off the dome is jesse bromwich how many comps has he got four three i think three three Tw- Still, 12 he's, he's one of a handful of guys yeah three prems 12 17 20 yeah yeah and so he wasn't in the o no, he wasn't in the 09. Yeah. And in round five, if he plays the first five games, he'll be a 300-game front roller. Yeah. Like, the la- like he, is, he still has so much to fucking offer. Anyway, that was a bit of a tangent. It was just an example of, like, how quickly fans can just go, <laughs> disrespect. He's like, brah, come on. Um, anyone else stands out for you, <clears throat> Timmy? Not really. They <clears throat> A lot of losses and only three gains of the losses. It's funny, there's a lot of... Solid players there, but I think Taukyo and Sam Verrills were the only regular top 17 players, so um, it looks as though they've taken a bit of a hit depth-wise, but they've also got a shit ton of depth, so I mm. think they'll be okay. Yeah, you say they've lost depth, but when you have a look through this side and if you, <laughs> you know about the young guys, <laughs> they're good as gold for fucking depth. They'll be fine. Um, I will say this, and I know he's not like a big name or whatever, but <coughs> Renew for Tony going there and not excelling... Or you know, and it's a very hard side to get into. But then going to Super League, I I really thought this guy had like, I don't know. I I feel like he had so much to offer physically. He looked like a specimen. There were games where you could see the potential. Obviously, goes from the Bulldogs to Roosters and now to Wakefield. I'm really surprised he isn't in the NRL still. Yeah, he had a he had an injury last year where he missed about ten or twelve weeks. Uh, I I thought he'd kick on. Be, I, I thought he'd be in the Roosters' best seventeen by mm, this point. Agreed. Um, to see him go to England, I am very, very surprised. Yeah, Wakefield. Like, yeah, very. Not like St. Helens or whatever. 
don't know much about the Super League, to be honest. Like Wakefield Trinity, mate. Are they, but bad words said about it. <laughs> uh, but aren't they one of the like not yeah, top two they're, teams? They're, depth, they're, they're in that last couple of rounds every single season, just managed to keep themselves in top flight. So you're right. It's yeah, like, okay. Add up a <laughs> you're, you're on the money, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Ronald Volkman is a bit of a sad loss. Like I understand why it happened and it's good for him in regards to he was always going to be behind Sam Walker and Kieran that, but I just wish I had seen him a bit longer in that, that system. But I think uh, he's going to get a chance this year at the Warriors, hopefully, and uh, kill it. Yeah, uh, a loss, but I mean, they'll be okay without Ronald. And I, I personally think he would have had to avoid... Like he got Sam Walker, he's just re-signed for two years. He's already played three and he's 20 or whatever. Like, it, it, it's going to be hard to get a gig in that side anyway. And um, when the Roosters need a half... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. They tend to go and sign someone. So mm, yeah, going to be interesting. Interesting. Okay, <clears throat> now to the Dragons. Jackson Sherub, Josh Corrick, I think. Nick Louis Tosso, Connor Mutenhausen. Ah, <laughs> oh, young Mutenhausen. <laughs> Good old Mutenhausen. Close relation. Is that Sorry, to maybe I should read them out because my writing's terrible. Connor, it's a H. Mulesen. 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 It's a M-U-H, yeah. Okay, yeah. Mutenhausen and Mulesen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Dragons. Oh, sorry. Um, roosters, winners or losers in the transfer market? Uh, uh, winners, they'll be okay. Timmy? Yeah, I'll, I'll call it square. They've lost a bit of depth, but I'll call it square. Specifically to transfers, I would say close win, just. Mm. Just to transfers because they've lost a lot of depth. Mm. Like you can, yes, they've got good guys coming through, but until they play first grade, you just don't know. Yeah. But I mean, their their starting seventeen is still fucking amazing, or even their starting twenty. Um, but yeah, just a bit of win. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.